You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Hey, I'm Courtney. And I'm Allison. And we're Courtney and also Allison of the Double X Files, brought to you in the Double X Files uh, fort. And it's super extra awesome today because we added a vacuum cleaner. So it's more of a teepee uh, than an actual, like, like collapsing blanket obstruction. So that's great. It's very spacious. Yeah, it's very spacious. Um, we're going to start this episode uh, with an apology. Yes. So I have to <laughs> apologize to you guys. What happened was after last week's episode, these two real beefy looking guys from Vancouver Film School came to my house and they said, ma'am, Ma'am, we're going to have to take your diploma back because we listened to your X-Files podcast and you said the ghost in the machine translates to... Crap. <laughs> Dias X. To Dias X Machina. Oh, wow, this is not going well, this apology. Um, but obviously, what that actually means is God in the machine. And I, so I had to forfeit my... Film writing diploma, because I don't know jack shit. <laughs> You've been panicking about that, like, since we recorded it. I know, I was going to play it off like a bit, like, a, oh, I put some information in here that's not true, Like, but I just can't, I got to own up to it. Like um, when I said that I didn't know what vents are for, no, I, that, that, was, that was, you were being sincere. No, I it's my character. Oh, <laughs> right. It's your character. So Allison feels really bad about saying ghost in the machine instead of God in the machine. Look, I don't want to make excuses, but I was sick. I was no. tired. <laughs> I wasn't thinking straight. The double and I was pretty drunk. <laughs> the double X4 is a safe space, Allison. Safe space. We can we can ask stupid questions. We can uh, make stupid mistakes. No judgy judgy. That's fair. Well, I don't... The thing is, our listeners aren't in the x so... <laughs> yeah, oh, you guys can judge us. They can judge you, judge you. <laughs> you can fucking troll the shit out of us. <laughs> Please don't. We're very sensitive. Yeah, we will cry <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah, live. we will. Anyway, um, we should start, shouldn't Let's we? start. So... So, instead of... We, we didn't watch God in the Machine. <laughs> no. We watched Ghost in the Machine. Uh, what's the uh, Netflix description of Ghost in the Machine, Allison? On Halloween, Mulder and Skelly investigate the death of a corporate executive who may have been murdered by a thinking computer. Well, <laughs> I'm glad they mentioned it was on Halloween because I had no, no idea. There was one <laughs> shot of a guy walking through the FBI office, and he grabs some candy from a jack-o'-lantern, and that is the only indication that it was Halloween, but... You know what? I've been in that situation before. I uh, I worked on a Halloween movie where suddenly our executives were like, you know what? What if this was also a Christmas movie? <laughs> and we had to shove some Christmas shit in there real quick. So did you just like paste a Christmas tree in there? We put tinsel on things. 
and um, instead of uh, and put like a beard on a on a skeleton. And this is a 3D movie, you guys. I'm not talking about a couple of PAs running around with tinsel. <laughs> talking about people adding it to 3D models. It was insane. So I get it. They're like they're halfway through filming the episode, and some executives like, oh, but it's Halloween. This is going to air on Halloween, so it should be a Halloween episode. They send the PA out real quick just to get a jack-o'-lantern. And they're like, this extra, he can grab some candy. Yeah, they went to, like, Whole Foods. Oh, it wasn't an extra, though. It was Jerry. Oh, well, th- okay. Well, let's back Let's back up. Back it up. Back this, it up. This episode has gotten way off track already. Yeah. <laughs> we're sorry, guys. It's late. We're doing, we're taping one episode tonight, uh, and, and it's late. But we're going to soldier through it. Yeah, so, we are. So please stay with us. Um. So, Ghost in the Machine opens with um, a guy who looks vaguely like, I said Polly Shore, but we came up with a better description of him last time, right? Yeah. Oh, and did Jerry. you want to say that you were dead on in your prediction? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, so, my prediction, Ghost in the Machine, I said a supercomputer that killed people, and I was totally right. Yeah. So, I'm like, right. except for the fucking Jersey Devil episode, I am uh, six uh, of seven episodes. We're going to give you a pass on that. Oh, no I No one could have predicted Still, that. I still can't get over that one. Um, but this one was delightful. This was, you guys, a straight delight. It was amazing. <laughs> um, so uh, uh, j- we find out that uh, his name is Jerry. No. No, not Jerry? No, this no, is Brad. Brad, Brad, this Brad, is Brad. Brad. So Brad is talking to this suit. Um, the business guy who was killed in Squeeze. Yeah, it's that same guy. <laughs> um, because all white, older males look alike. And, all white males, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, so it's that guy. He's talking to that guy. And Brad, he's this computer programmer. So basically this conversation that we're having uh, is that the business guy is telling him that, you know, it doesn't matter about his amazing supercomputer he's building because their stock is in the toilet. So we're going to close down everything. Sorry, Brad. Tough shit, Brad. Yeah. And Brad is really upset. I'm sure he's, like, you know, writing about it on Reddit or whatever. Well, he does go to his computer and start typing about 20 words per minute. Yeah. <laughs> they were very good at it back then. Um, this this computer program that he developed is called COS COS. It was, it was basically a really bad, like, yeah. computer operating system. <laughs> Stood for central operating system, which is not you know it's not it's, it's not, not as classy it's not as Skynet. Classy. No, though it, it was very Skynet esque. Yeah, it was. Um, so the business guy tells Brad that this company is going to shut down his beautiful, uh, amazing computer, and um, so Brad leaves in a in a tiffy. In a huff. A tiffy. I don't know. Is that a thing? Is That's that? A, it's a type of file. Oh, Not I guess. Tiffy. Am I right, guys? <laughs> High five. No. <laughs> anyway. Uh, and and the business guy is typing on his computer about and and narrating it as he does. Yeah. So, uh, how how they're going to shut down this program? And Brad was like straight up fired. Yes, Brad was fired. Um. So I, this is where the weird, like, cinematography comes into play. We see the cameras, the security cameras kind of focusing in on businessman. Mm-hmm. And we see, like, 
um, weird sh- shots of, of the cameras looking at him and reading out uh, what he's typing about how the COS program is going to be deleted. Um, and then what happens to businessman? Well, he has to take a piss. Yeah. So I'm sorry, a whiz. I'm sorry. <laughs> he needs to urinate. Um, so he goes into this all like black obsidian bathroom and uh, does his biz. And then um, he... As he is in the washroom, uh, the computer, like, traps him in there. He goes to leave, and the computer traps him inside. Um, Oh, and he's confused when he gets in there because there's water all over the floor because the faucet... Maybe that's why you went in there. Maybe you didn't have to pee. No, he... The the faucet was running. The faucet was... You guys, I get so confused. (laughs) This this episode was super confused. There's a lot to unpack, as I say every episode. So he... Yeah, the faucet is running, so he goes into the can. And he's like, why? And uh, it's like overflowing from yeah. the sink because the faucet, much like every single goddamn thing in this building, is run by this computer, this central operating system, or Cos, or Cosy, or Hal, or Hal. Basically, it or, was Hal, or Lil Brad, <laughs> Lil Brad. So, um, yeah, he's checking Maybe, out the water. I think that's Brad's name for his own penis. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. this is Liller Brad. I call my Roscoe. <laughs> Oh, no. Sorry, guys. I uh, killed Courtney. My tummy hurts from eating too much dinner. (laughs) Uh, And that's the real scoop. uh, This is going to be a tough one, you guys. (laughs) We are. Okay, we're going to try to stay focused. Long story short, this guy Uh. bites it. Um, (laughs) Roscoe! But he, um, as he's biting it, he, like, picks up the phone and it reads out an automated dial tone and then he dies somehow. I don't, I don't soups remember. Oh, he got, he gets electrocuted. Oh, he gets electrocuted. Because he, there's water on the floor. There's and water. And he puts. Or something, I don't know, right in. He, put, <laughs> he puts a key in the keyhole. Oh, yeah. And I guess. Me- do. And, and it's electrified, apparently. Uh, and he gets he gets shot across the wall, and he's dead. Um, and the computer killed him. And, okay. and, he, and the computer threateningly threateningly say file deleted. File deleted <laughs> right after he dies, which is which is the sort of how delightful this. Oh, you guys, was. it is off the hook. Um, so this is when we go back to the FBI office. We see the well placed jack o' lantern, and who yeah. is there to scoop up some candy? But Mulder's bro, the very punchable Jerry. Jerry, he had a very punchable face. Um, who did I just? Des- how did I describe him? You <laughs> said initially, you said he was a cross between Peter Pettigrew and Steve Buscemi. Yeah, and then you later changed your mind to a cross between Peter Pettigrew and Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, it's like the top half, the north half was Kiefer, and the south half was. But Pettigrew. just of his face. Yeah. Oh no, we didn't see anything below the belt. What? <laughs> Is there nothing between the belt and the face? <laughs> Well, he had a very short torso. Okay, I see how it is. Uh, so Jerry, yeah, the punchable face. He uh, is kind of the um, Mulder version of haircut. Yeah, if you remember haircut from episode something that Tombs. we already covered, was Tomb. it? Was that think it was? Oh, Tombs. it was Tombs. Yeah. So haircut from Tombs. This is Mulder's version of haircut. So which this is someone from his past 
who's come to like try to get him on a case, but then kind of like dicks him around. Yeah, yeah. So this is this is uh, Jerry's kind of mission in life. He comes in uh, and he says, "Hey, we're putting together a squad," and he says the word squad. He also says the word booby trap. <laughs> did he? <laughs> yeah, he did. I don't remember that he one. He said booby. Um. Uh, hey, Mulder, we want you on this one. Because, again, just like the other kind of episode, the the squeeze episode, this agent needs Scully and or Mulder to climb his way to the top. Yeah. Uh, but, He's going to use him as a rung. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I was kind of, like, sad to see that kind of trope used once again so soon. Yeah, I don't uh, know much about the CIA, but I guess so. FBI. They're in the FBI. Yeah. I know that. Uh, so I guess uh, Mulder and Scully bite, and uh, they'll help Jerry. He seems like, I guess, a good friend. He I has, don't know. He has a real, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours, <laughs> kind of vibe uh, about him, which uh, I don't I don't appreciate no, personally. No, he's, he's not. When I say Kiefer Sutherland, you guys, it's not handsome Kiefer Sutherland. It's like aged oil orange peel Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, so not like 80s vampire, goth vampire. No, I wish. <laughs> You'd be all in. I would that. be super in. Um, no, okay, so they go, so the the case that Jerry wants to solve is this dead businessman because it's super weird because, hey, he's electrocuted in this building and no one was around and the phone um, he he was listening to before he died it was the dial tone and the building telling him what time it was like an automated message so it's super weird so uh scully and Mulder go to the businessman the 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 company um building it's called eurisco I'm, the company i'm so glad i have you i don't remember those type of thing. <laughs> well i make a joke about it later oh, so. okay good um do you want another pillow yeah maybe okay here i got one under my butt no oh, that'll here. do here sorry guys Oh, we're sharing a pillow again. Courtney's hair is caressing my forehead. <laughs> I just wanted to give you a pillow so we could share a pillow. <laughs> I, I see what's happening. Hey. <laughs> you could be my rung to climb oh, a ladder to God. the top. <laughs> Don't use that line. <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> okay. okay. Wow. So this is a disaster. <laughs> We're very off topic. They go to inspect this door that this guy couldn't get out of, and Jerry fucking strokes his finger along the door. Like, I, if I was that door, I would feel oh, yeah, Yeah, wasn't it, like... Um, very upsetting. A, 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 <laughs> they really messed with evidence. Like, Mulder oh. puts... put The phone was off the... He's like, oh, the phone was off the hook. And then he, he puts, puts it, it back, back on. on the hook. He's not wearing gloves. He touches literally everything. And Jerry's, like, stroking the wall at every They're point. They're like, it's disgusting. And... I will say the outline on the floor of this dead white guy oh. looks like the classic Bigfoot pose. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, they were really intricate with their Bigfoot, with their with their out. The director of this episode, mwah, he was. We'll get into it later. Oh, but this no. guy was a pro. <laughs> Um, uh, so this is where we encounter an important element to this story, which is another guy that works at Eurisco, and he kind of shows up. Uh, does some chatting, and uh, I think one of my favorite quotes is what Courtney said when she <laughs> saw this man, if you would like to. I said, oh, thank God, a chocolate chip in her very white oatmeal cookie. 
Yes, we were very pleased to see this man. He was a tall drink of water. um, Tall African-American man. Oh, thank God some people of of color in our very, very white episode. Instantly, I was like, I trust this man. Yeah, he he seemed cool. He seemed like he had his finger on the pulse. Yeah, so he, he, I guess, worked there. I don't know. I wasn't quite sure. Oh, no, he worked there. Yeah, he worked there. And he was kind of giving them information. And he said, um, actually, someone, the reason why the guy was electrocuted, businessman was electrocuted, was the output of the wires were all switched uh and i and my husband's in the room this electrical engineer i said hey uh colin was that possible and he kind of well i guess so (laughs) sure why not (laughs) sure why not i'm sure it's not possible i'm sure that was a bunch of bullshit this episode has a lot of those sure why not elements yeah uh so they they finished kind of disrupting the crime scene and like putting their fingerprints all over it um uh, and they go back to the fbi um uh, uh room i guess he goes back to his file and they're about to present uh, what they find and before they present what they find their case file Mulder, there's this really awkward scene of Mulder like shuffling through his office trying to find his profile that he wrote up all by himself but he's like all by himself oh boy himself uh <laughs> but he can't find it in school. He's like, well, maybe if you clean up your office every now and again. And there's this really awkward scene where Mulder just is, there just silently turns around and then walks out. Yeah, it's just like he took the longest time to play that, to just like look a little bit more, turn around and walk out the you door. Know, they, Why did they not cut that? I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> um, anyway, so they have their little meeting and basically what happens is Jerry presents Mulder's profile. Yeah. Like a fucking snake. So he stole it out of his office. Literally off his messy, messy desk. And and then presented it at his, as at, <laughs> presented it as his own. Um, and then Mulder kind of confronts him. He's like, you jackass. Like, it like, hey, was the fucking deal. Yeah. I could have helped you at least or whatever. And Jerry, again, is this trope of like, I just need to climb my way to the top. I'll take you with me, uh, but you know I need I need to get there. I need this Mulder. You just gotta give it to me. And Mulder's like, I don't want to go to the top. I am happy in the basement. Yeah, he actually does say that, doesn't yeah, he? Something to that effect. It's like Jer- Oh, he's he's talking to Scully later, and and Mulder says, Oh, Jerry's aiming for the fifth floor, and I've always aimed for the basement. <laughs> well, you made it, Mulder. Good job, Mulder. No windows, Mulder is what we call you. Um, so after, after presenting, uh, Mulder and Scully go to visit Brad. Brad's house is a mansion. I think it was just like a golf course in North Van. car is a hot rod. How does this man have all this money? I don't know. But yeah, it's crazy. It's like he, I guess he, he said that he invented this supercomputer as a 22 year old. So it's probably like a Bill Gates Steve yeah, Jobs he, like, sort of situation. Started the company when he was young, like following the Grateful Dead on tour. I guess <laughs> that's what he said. What he said. Uh, um, and also, you guys need to know this is very important. I know you know this because you've watched the episode before you listen to this. But uh, we need to discuss just for a second the deep V that he was rocking. <laughs> Too much chest hair yeah, for that not deep a V. Good look for you, Brad. I mean, his house was spotless and his chest was. Not spotless, unfortunately. <laughs> the opposite. Was the opposite. Uh, he's trying to make up for what's on his head, I think. I, well, he had a big head of hair, too. Oh, yeah. It was Jerry that was balding. Yeah, it was Jerry that was balding. Um, 
anyway, so you described this guy, Brad's look, as Jeff Goldblum meets Larry David. Yeah, and yeah. And then they have a kid and it's him. Yep. <laughs> it really, at first I thought he was Polly Shore, but he's definitely got some Jeff Goldblum in him. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, he, uh, uh, Mulder and Scully t- uh, talk to Brad because obviously Brad is the number one, you know, um, suspect. suspect. And Brad knows that he's on the number, he's the number one suspect. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> and Mulder's like, the number one question Mulder asks gets really close to Brad's face Again, and says, longer. and says, could someone have hacked into the system? Or who could have hacked into the system? <laughs> and he has three answers for this. He, he says there are three types of people that could have hacked into the system. Phone freaks, electro wizards, and techno anarchists. I think Electro Wizards is my favorite. Phone Freaks, that's a real thing. What's a phone freak? Uh, it's people who back in the day used to use um, landlines to hack into computers and really? phones. Yeah, it was a really big thing in the early days of hacking. I had no idea. Yeah, so that's a real thing. Um, but oh, so, Electro Wizard is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my So life. that's how they were kind of hacking into computers in this episode because i don't think they had the well, internet yeah, but that was people hacking into computers not computers hacking into other computers i know but i just had the question of like so there's a lot of computer hacking in this episode i'm like quote I, unquote quote unquote this is 1993 did they have ethernet cables back then yeah i mean that's that's all they had because they didn't have wi-fi i guess oh yeah they, we, they had some sweet dial up in this episode yeah um so yeah, so they kind of Molly, um, Molly. Oh my God, <laughs> Molly and Skulder. Uh, they they kind of thumb this guy as he's the he is the number one suspect, but Mulder is still like not so sure, right? Yeah. Like he's not. He knows there's something else. Of course, Mulder has to have something else weird. There has to be something else weird. Uh, it can't be the f- number one only guy who could hack into the computer it uh, has to be some like aliens or something yeah. um, now, we learned a couple important things in this scene about brad yeah uh, one is that he is straight cray um because he blinks way too much <laughs> and he has really wide eyes yeah. like he really like, widens he very them goldfish um and the other thing we learn is that urisco the name of the company means i discover things oh. uh, so i don't know why he couldn't urisco a crew neck t-shirt <laughs> Or at least like a polo. Come on, guy. The deep V is not uh, your luck. He, you know what? He's ahead of his time. I love when they were talking about, oh, do you know what uh, Eurisco means? And Scully, who is highly educated, is like, no, I don't know any Latin because I'm a doctor. <laughs> and, and Mulder's like, yes, I do. I know what that He's means. He's like, is it from the Greek? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Are you okay? This, I just, uh, I'm not mad at this episode. And no, I feel like I should be. I'm not mad at it either. I feel like I should be. I love all of its weird eccentricities. Oh, okay. Like, uh, the, what, the next scene, which is Scully's Doogie Hauser moment. Oh, yeah. She is typing up her report on her sweet, sweet computer, DOS, DOS computer. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and and she goes to bed and it goes dark and the camera turns to the computer and I just slap Allison. I'm like, it's going to turn on. <laughs> and then Allison slaps me. He's like, it's going to have the dial up tone. And it did. Both of those things happened. And we just squealed with the 
he lost it. Not for the first time and not for the last time in this episode. And and so the the obviously the super duper computer COS costs uh, was hacking into uh, Scully's computer. Um, yeah, and he steals her report. He steals her report about what's happening because it needs to know everything that's going on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then, so the next day, this is the other thing that just blows up. Oh, us away. guys, it's so dumb. It's so <laughs> no, dumb. No, it's delightful. Okay. <laughs> it's, it is. It's so, just. Yeah. Scully, um, Scully pulls the recording of the dial tone that the white guy heard just before he died. Um, and it is a voice, you know, saying, it's this time p.m. on this date. I'm a dial tone. Uh, and then she compares it to individual words pulled from various speeches Brad has done at different, like, institutions and stuff. Yeah, they cut. They cut, they cut Brad. It together. <laughs> like hacksaw. <laughs> using using uh, uh, audio audacity. Like. Yeah, it is. Um, and wouldn't you know it. Those voices match completely somehow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the dial tone, the dial message that white guy, dead white guy got and Brad's hack together speech matched. Matched completely. Completely. Um, and they're like, well. Like intonation and everything. Yeah, it's it. And then you could see like the little spikes on the screen. Oh. And they're like, well, that's obviously a visual match. <laughs> And, um, so let's book him, Dana. Yeah, they're like, this is the physical evidence. We need to put him away, and that is bullshit. Because yeah. first of all, you can't, you can barely like indict someone on handwriting samples being the same. If you've seen the Jinx, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I've always wanted to see that movie. Movie? It's a miniseries. Oh, or miniseries. I don't know what I'm talking it's about. Real good though. I just said I wanted to see it to make to impress you. Well, you didn't have to impress me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, obviously that this like matchy match thing is not uh, 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 so believable. It's hard to choke down our throats. And then to to for Scully to make sure the audience really understands what's going on, she takes a highlighter and draws on the computer on the Was matchy part. I thought it was a highlighter. Okay, I you thought always it was said, a sharpie the first time. You said it was a sharpie, and yeah. And I was like, oof. But as our friend uh, Mike Cohen pointed out, um, uh, computers back then had glass screens, so you could clean that off. But to that I say, why do you even need to draw? Like, to make a point, look at this line. It is the same as this line. I'm going to circle it so you can see. These are FBI trains, like... They can conclude things for themselves. They yeah. don't need you, Scully, to draw a circle. Well, maybe, maybe Mulder does. <laughs> Mulder's been practicing his dot to dot, you guys. <laughs> so anyways, that was lame. And, but um, but also delightful. It was adorably lame. Because but before we even started watching, before we even started this podcast, you had told me about this scene. Like yeah. in your rants, because uh, Allison watched this, uh, rewatched the X Files like the first season way before the podcast started, and way before I even thought about <laughs> watching the X Files, you ranted about this episode, <laughs> and I was waiting for it and waiting for it, and it just turned out to be just so stupid and delightful. Yeah, like I'm not mad at it. Definitely silly. It's not one of the more frustrating ones. Just that scene in particular was yeah. like, why is this happening? It's 1993. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not the greatest, but 
Uh, okay. Um, so it goes back. I'm going to burp. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I'm not editing that out. <laughs> I drank it. Until- <laughs> I'm so glad that you prepared us. This is such a mess. We should just start over again. Nope. <laughs> oh, no. So the next scene has Brad uh, trying to get into Koss. Um, from his own house. From his own house. And he's finding that his passwords, none of his passwords work. Access denied. Your password has changed. Which I said, Brad, did you try password as or the password? One, two, three, four. Uh, one, two, three, four. Or I like computers. <laughs> or Brad's a jack off. Or Lil Brad. <laughs> Or Littler Brad? <laughs> or Roscoe? Oh, yeah. That's my password. Oh, God. <laughs> so anyways, he's like, what the fuck? And he scoots over to Eurisco, to the building, and he goes down to the basement where I assume the mainframe is housed. Um, and the tries mainframe. To... <laughs> Why? I watched Reboot. I, I don't know. It's just like I feel like I'm... St- this, I think the reason why this episode was so delightful is it was so dated in its technology. Yeah. And it was like the the AI trope, the kind of HAL supercomputer idea was so overplayed at that point that, yeah. that it could have been really, really, well, it was so cheesy and so dated that it was just turned delightful. Yeah, like real, <laughs> real pulpy stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he goes down to the basement and he tries to get in there and... Um, the computer talks and it says like you don't have that clearance level or whatever and brad looks real confused and he looks at the computer and he's like you're not equipped with a voice synthesizer oh you know he types and this it in been fucking talking the entire time it's a real chatty kathy so it's like this thing's not even equipped to talk what do you think about the latest seinfeld episode <laughs> It's so weird. It's like he's just chatting it up. And he's like, computer, what's going on? And it's like, I love you, Brad. Call me Scoss. <laughs> oh, Call me Scoss. Um, and so this is where Jerry uh, gets to the Eurisco building. He's going to take a look around because he is trying to nail this. Oh, thing. and this is when the director had a fucking field day and just decided <laughs> to throw in some Dutch angles, like sprinkle them throughout the rest of the Not episode. Not even sprinkle, like just, every other Just shot. fucking like douse. <laughs> douse yeah. a Dutch angle. He was, uh, his philosophy is pretty clear and it's, if you ain't Dutch angles, <laughs> you ain't much angles. <laughs> And and I think Dutch angles look cool. like at this in the nineties. I'm sure it looks cool, like uh, you know, once or twice to build suspense or whatever to make you feel weird. But this was literally any other, every other like suspenseful thing that would happen is like, oh, Dutch angle, here we go, let's yeah. turn it 35 degrees. Just fucking Dutch angles for days. <laughs> so Jerry, FBI agent Jerry's in the elevator and we get a Dutch angle, low angle Dutch angle going on. And we're like, well, shit, this guy's going to die. Thanks for ruining it. <laughs> um, so while Brad is like talking to the computer... The computer shows Brad Jerry in the uh, in the elevator yeah. and uh, shows Jerry uh, how um, or so shows Brad how Jerry is going up and up and up and up in the elevator. 
and then the elevator, what, does it drop or does it go up rapidly? It goes up rapidly because he's like pressed against the bottom. Oh, yeah. And so not only do we get a sweet Dutch angle, we also get the best kirking Oh, yeah. He kirks so hard. He, he Star Trek's the shit out of this. Like, oh. Um, so, obvious, it is obvious that the elevator is out of control and he is going to get smashed into the ceiling. Uh, and we don't see the smashing, but because that would be too much high budget special effects. Oh, for sure. Um, but uh, that's we- a lot of BBQ pork, you guys. <laughs> what? Is that what they use? In Walking Dead it is. Is it really? Yeah, they fill the guts with BBQ pork and then all the zombies <laughs> eat them. <laughs> That's why being an extra on Walking Dead is a good gig. Oh, man. All the BBQ pork you can eat. And like they all- have vegan options, too. Do they really? Yeah, they do. What did they use the vegan stuff for? I don't remember. Like a nice teriyaki? Yeah, maybe. Teriyaki tofu? Oh, well, I'm learning stuff today. I want to talk more about that. Fuck the Dutch angles. (laughs) No, all Dutch angles all All the the time. time. Um, So Jerry is no more. He got smashed. He got real smashed. um, And it sets Brad up to be the killer because obviously Brad is on the computer. On tape, hanging around as, as Jerry gets smushed. Yeah. And um, so everyone's like, well, obviously Brad did it. And that's when Mulder's like, I don't think he did. Yeah. He says, if you were going to destroy evidence, would you pose for the camera? Yeah, I I would. (laughs) I'd be like, you jackasses, come catch this. (laughs) And then I would moon them. (laughs) And then you steal their sock. (laughs) No, that's only if I was a ghost, Allison. All right. Deep cuts. Deep cuts of our own <laughs> call call back of the podcast. Call back city. Um, <laughs> I don't know what's happening now. <laughs> so Mulder's like, "Hey, Brad's innocent," and then he goes to Brad's house. Well, he calls a a subpoena to go to Brad's house and check some shit out. His computer system, I guess. Oh yeah. And when he gets there, there's these other two agents, and he they're like, "Hey, you can't come in. This is a crime scene." And he pulls out his FBI badge, and he's like, "I know." I submitted the subpoena, and they're like, well, your subpoena got obviated. <laughs> so fucking your subpoena, deal with it. Your subpoena got subpoenaed. Yeah. Double subpoena. <laughs> and they actually say, oh, you need code five clearance for this. Which brings me to my uh, big question. Um, what clearance level do you think Mulder is? Oh, that's a good one. I would say very low. I would say like Chuck E. Cheese level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. like New York fries level. Like, like he doesn't get a computer. He gets a speaking stuff. <laughs> well, he's got to etch a sketch. <laughs> Scully, look at the evidence. Well, he does. We know he does have a uh, a slide machine. Yeah. He and an overhead. Has a slide machine. And an overhead. I don't think I've seen a computer in his room. No, I think he has one. But I don't think his clearance level is super high. No, like no. one, maybe? A half. Does it go up or down? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Five is obviously pretty high. Is it like DEFCON? No. Anyways. No. What does DEFCON stand for? Um. <laughs> hey, if you know what DEFCON stands for. If you've been in a DEFCON, is that high? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can be in a DEFCON. <laughs> You'd be in a DEFCON situation. No? Well, what does it stand for then? Well, I don't know. 
Okay, someone has to tell us because we're gonna lose it. Oh, by the way, I have to. I have to just say, uh, one of our beautiful listeners, um, Anne, uh, she <laughs> answers every single stupid question we have with like citations. Yeah. So if you go to our website, um, uh, Files podcast.com uh and look in the comments section it's just double xfiles.com oh double xfiles.com uh uh, double uh and you look in the comics comment section Anne has uh answered every single stupid question that we can she answered my uh do babies know about water question (laughs) yeah she is amazing yeah so so thanks Anne. Anyway, uh, Anne, tell us about what DEFCON is and uh, what it, can you be in a DEFCON situation. Uh, what were we talking about? We were talking about how Mulder thinks Brad is innocent. Oh, yeah. Mulder and, and, and how um, he got uh, uh, the runaround he got the these runaround. two agents. So they, like, stand there and wait while he gets into his car. Um, because everyone's got to push Mulder around for good reason. He's a weenie. And, um, so then Mulder goes to the Burnaby Library. Oh, yeah. This whole next kind of, the rest of the episode was filmed in Burnaby, eh? Yeah, there's a lot of Metrotown shots, a yeah. lot of Burnaby Library shots. A lot of Skytrain A lot of Skytrain shots. Good old Washington, D.C. Skytrain. <laughs> yep. With the white, blue, and red of the stripes. <laughs> Um, and then there he runs into Deep Throat. So Deep Throat makes a reappearance, and he's like, Mulder, yeah. the Defense Department has got their hands in this because they want his fucking computer equipment, and that's probably why they squeezed a confession out of him. Yeah, and, they, and they're like... And Deep Throat kind of tells Mulder, like, have you heard of AI, a computer that thinks for itself? And he also claims that... Um, Brad is the one that invented the first uh, computer to beat a human at chess in Helsinki. So I don't know if they're talking about Deep Blue or what, but Anne, let me know. Um, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, you guys, no one else has to do work, just Anne. And let us know who invented Deep Blue. And if Deep Blue it was the first computer to beat a human at chess, I also want to know that. And also if it was invented by a man in a deep, deep V. <laughs> Um, so yeah, this is again where the episode seems very dated. It's like Deep Throat is talking about this fantastical computer that like, uh, you know, AI and it thinks and learns for itself. And like, this is all stuff that we have now. I assume we have computers that think. Yeah. Like that thing on Jeopardy. Remember that guy? And Siri. Who's Siri? Who's Siri? I can't fucking get it. What the fuck? It's the iPhone thing. Oh, the iPhone thing. Get right out. Get right out of this port. (laughs) I have an Android phone. What? You, you, I have Google. You consume pop culture. Well, when, where? Oh, you know what? Who cares? I have uh, Google. Google tells me I say okay Google. You say okay Google. And it and it asks and then I say stuff in it. Like you ask it inappropriate questions. Like do babies know about water? Okay Google. <laughs> do babies know about water? No, it's not the computer. Oh, anyway. Okay. Uh so <laughs> Oh, this is such a mess. No, I apologize. It's fine. We can salvage it. <laughs> so anyways, Mulder tries to strong arm Brad into like 
being honest about whether he killed those people or whether the computer killed those people. Yeah, Mulder visits Brad in um, the jail. But Brad ain't giving nothing up. And he compares his invention to, like, the atomic bomb and Nagasaki. Yeah, and, her, and, they, and that was weird. Do, yeah, they do talk about that. So what was that comparison? I don't understand. Well, he was saying that... Um, uh, that basically the creator of the atomic bomb. Oh, that Oppenheimer. That Oppenheimer didn't regret See, I know who it. I know who Oppenheimer is. I don't know who Siri is. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So he's saying that Oppenheimer re- didn't regret creating the atomic bomb. He regretted letting it fall into the hands of a unjust government who oh. used it to kill people. Okay. So he's saying that if he goes down for those murders, at least it means the Department of Defense won't get their hands on his machine. Even if the machine then goes on to kill more people, at least it's not the government using it to kill people. But I don't understand how, if he went to jail for it, how they wouldn't get the hands on the computer anyway. Because wouldn't it be property well, of, like... Maybe he's not that bright. <laughs> he's apparently a genius. Well, like, he thinks he's a genius. Well, I, yeah, like, if he goes to jail then and the company gets rid of the computer AI whatever, like, I'm sure the government can scoop it up. Just scoop it. <laughs> okay. You really don't care at this point, do you? No, I do care. <laughs> I just, I know that that one, that, the the atomic bomb yeah, Oppenheimer weird. thing was it, weird. And it's like another instance of this show trying to get way too deep yeah like in the tombs episode again with genocide yeah yeah just them trying to dive in deeper than they really need to okay so um so brad is going to go to jail for this but Mulder's like hey uh you can fix this you can tell me how to destroy it yeah Uh, and then uh, build me a virus on this ibm laptop please (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and then so now we have the plot to Independence Day, yeah. basically. And uh, somewhere in there, Mul- or, uh, Scully um, suggests that Mulder see a therapist, uh, which he jokes about. It's oh delight. yeah, oh yeah. Scully's concerned that Jerry, the the FBI agent who died in the uh, elevator, Scully's concerned that Mulder is like hiding his feelings about yeah, this. Yeah, he's like been affected deeply by Jerry's but, death. But like, it just seems like... They, they knew each other for two minutes. Yeah, the, like I'm sure they were like, apparently they were on forensics together. But Mulder probably thought he was a jackass because he stole all his like uh, notes and stuff. Like I'm, it, it never really seems like they were buds. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they were buds. Uh, so does it seem like Scully was missing from this episode yeah definitely from the end Mulder's doing all this talking to brad and stuff and scully it's just like where's scully she's not there like the only the kind of only thing she does is like are you okay Mulder? like your friend died are you okay you should see you should talk to someone and it just was i don't know yeah, so that's our number one complaint it's more scully well, he's, well at the end there's hella scully but yeah, we'll talk it's about amazing that. we'll get there um Oh yes, actually talking about Scully, Scully gets faxed, remember? Yeah, she gets a prank a prank call from a fax machine. <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, she so so she's it's in the middle of the night and the phone rings and the fax machine calls her and she's like, "Oh shit." So she runs to her computer and her computer is being hacked. Uh the files are inside the computer. <laughs> I've been waiting all episode to say that. Um, so she calls the FBI. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm on my tum tum. I can cut that one out. 
<laughs> me too. It's funny. Okay. <laughs> I got all the burps out of me, I promise. Awesome. <laughs> uh, so, she, so she calls the FBI and says, hey, I need you to track this number. Yes, I know it's my number, but someone's hacking my computer. So obviously the COS computer is um, getting into uh, what the FBI is, search, uh, is, is, is doing about it, basically. Um, so they go to the... But they go to the Burnaby Library again. Yeah. Uh, and Which yeah. is also the Eurisco building. Yeah. So they've doubled the Burnaby Library for a few different things in this. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, some, they're going down to the parking lot, right? Yeah, they go in, down into the parkade. So this is where we find both Scully and Mulder who find themselves at the Eurisco building, and they drive down into the parkade together. Their their plan to get into the building is to switch their license plates with license plates that simply say Eurisco on them, uh, like a vanity plate that says Eurisco, which is by far the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, so they get in, and the you, the parking garage machine costs again. Um, scans it, and it they, it seems like it's letting them through. But as they go through, the um, little uh, gate goes up, so they they can't go any further. Um, and then also the big metal gate above them slams down into the roof of the car, somehow causing the horn to go off. But don't worry, Mulder knows how to fix that. Yeah. He he very slyly reaches into the, the front and pulls the right, correct wire. And and for some reason, as he pulls the wire out that makes the horn go, uh, the horn fades out instead of just cutting off completely. <laughs> That oh. makes no sense. This is also the start of like this Home Alone esque like type. Yeah, this is a real sitch going. Hi, hi. Oh, and the Dutch angles start up again. Oh yeah, we are just loose with Dutch angles. <laughs> the bowel movements <laughs> of this cinematography are just loose. So uh, they get into the building. They take the stairs. It's one set of stairs shot over and over again. Yeah. Because um, there's there's literally two sets of stairs from in the library from the garage to the top. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they get up to a closed door on floor 29. And uh, Mulder, he, he's smart. He's not going to try and open this door with his bare hands. Because that's how the old white businessman died. Got electrocuted. Yeah. So he pulls out a screwdriver. And he with rubber gloves. With rubber gloves. And he sticks it into the door. And uh, this is the point at which we were hoping to hear an R2-D2 scream come from Cross, <laughs> but we were let down. <laughs> but there is a, a big electrical shock. Yeah. So Mulder's like, mm, dang, that didn't work. What are we going to do? Uh, and he looks up and he sees that there is a camera. Uh, that's looking down at them, and he knows that the computer knows that they're there. So what does he do? He puts a sock on it, <laughs> just like your dorm room door when you get in busy. <laughs> then he looks very expectantly at Scully. <laughs> and she's like, nope, you're a scrub. <laughs> so Scully's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> Climbs up into the vents to and get I, away from Mulder. And I said, don't go in there, Scully. That's where the air conditioner and or heat comes you, from. <laughs> you also, as soon as there was a shot of a vent or an opening to a vent, uh, you said, oh, no, tubes. <laughs> I've been hot. I've been very, very affected by that. Episode. You have any vent you see, you think he's coming out of, or you like inspect for fingerprints <laughs> to see if they're elongated. <laughs> it's a real situation. So, so even though I warned her, Scully goes into the vents uh, and she's climbing along. And meanwhile, um, 
Mulder, uh, the door opens while, while Scully's in the vents, just hammering away at it. M- uh, Mulder's waiting and the door opens and it's that um, African-American super suave guy uh, who apparently works at the office who told them all these things. Mm-hmm. And I guess Mulder kind of tells him the sitch. He says, hey, I got this virus. I'm going to shut down this computer, blah, blah, blah. So the 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 worker guy takes him to the COS computer while Scully is uh, climbing through the vents. And as I told Scully, the air conditioner starts up. Oh, yeah. Because that's what vents are for. That is what they're for, as we previously learned in episode three. <laughs> squeeze squeeze uh and so while well and scully's getting sucked in through that she's getting sucked towards the fan um, but she manages uh, with so many so many dutch angles you guys so she might as well have been wearing clogs oh god i thought that's holland yeah that's the dutch You know what? Let's just smooth past Wait, that one. Aren't the Dutch the Netherlands? <laughs> Are we? <laughs> Wait, 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 no, 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 no. Okay, okay. Wait, isn't the Dutch the Netherlands? They're orange. You right? know what? Let's just let's just Google this right now. <laughs> so what's Holland? I feel like... No, no, tell me your gut. Don't look it up. I we, feel like they're the same thing. Holland is the Netherlands? Yes. <laughs> yes. Holland is the Netherlands. Yes. Oh, is a region... They are the same thing. Oh, is a former province on the western coast of the Netherlands. But the people call them, you know, this and that. Who cares? Let's move on. <laughs> well, the We're first... too dumb to have a podcast. <laughs> I'm glad, I'm, I thought that was a stupid question, and then you're like, because uh. I didn't want to say the wrong thing. <laughs> when in doubt, so you're still scarred from the ghost in the machine. Yeah, I am. I'm not gonna go with my gut because I don't want to get nailed. Sh- you should just said, no, no, no. Holland is Germany, mm. or something like that. <laughs> something stupid. Oh, you guys. Okay. Okay. Oh my God, we're almost done. Stay with us. Ugh. Stay with us. Okay. So, uh, mm, Sculler, Scully, <laughs> Scully, <laughs> we're going to make it. Okay. Scully uh, grabs onto the lip of another uh, part Here, of the vent. Use that pillow. So that she doesn't. Okay. Just. <laughs> Ow. <A> foot cramp. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God, you guys. That's real painful. Um, so that she doesn't get sucked into the fan and then she starts shooting at the fan mechanism yeah she tries to get the fan to stop uh and i guess she's successful um because anyways while it, Mulder is down hmm? but like it doesn't show her succeeding no because that they're using it as suspense i guess so. um, for the next scene with the holland angle angles yes the <laughs> netherland angles which are three of the same thing we have yes. learned so Mulder is gonna he's trying to insert this virus into the computer and um as he's doing it, our friend, um this other guy <laughs> that we mentioned previously. The who, chocolate chip. Who is never named. Yeah, I don't he um, probably is, we just weren't paying attention. That's fair. Uh he pulls a gun out 
what? Yeah, actually, this was a good twist. It was a good twist. I didn't I was see like, it coming. This guy's got a gun. I didn't see it coming. Watch out, Mulder. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't. It was great. And then, um, so Mulder's like, what? <laughs> and uh, he does a double take. He does a spit take. So so um, he, the this guy is kind of like a double agent. He is working for the de- defense department i believe yes uh, well he's very cagey about it Mulder says are you from the department of defense and this guy says let's just say the same person signs our paychecks because he's so fucking smooth i'm pretty sure that line was used before too really mm-hmm. by alternate universe Mulder and scully in i the think previous so episode? i think so something like that well i can you know what i'm not gonna blame him okay uh, so yeah, he's a double cross, um, and um, so so while Mulder is getting a gun shoved at, at his face, Scully, who looks horribly disheveled, but her hair is finely coiffed. Oh, she's looking for. Uh, <laughs> she she comes out with her gun and says, "Oh no, you stop it! Don't do that." Yeah. So there's like a Tarantino standoff sort of thing happening. Uh, and meanwhile, Mulder is holding his floppy, which has a virus. Yep. Uh, and he's, like, trying to decide what to do. So he just decides to go for it. He sticks his floppy into COS, uh, uploads his virus, <laughs> and then everything goes just nuts. Like, the whole yeah. building just goes nuts. Uh, everything is um, it's like sparking. A, and Yeah, moving all around and, and all the... Shaking and roasting and... And then our favorite, I think our absolute favorite moment of the episode, as this computer dies, it just says, Brad, why? <laughs> Little Brad is not happy to have been killed. That's the, that's the she's so beautiful line it of the is, episode. It is, she's so beautiful. But you know Brad, what? But, but the she's so beautiful line made me want to throw up in my mouth. And this made me want to like laugh forever. <laughs> it oh, it was so cute. It was it was adorable. This poor computer didn't want to die. And I think uh, I don't even remember what happens next. Oh, um, what happens next is Brad goes to jail anyways uh, because Mulder has destroyed the only proof that he might have been innocent. Oh, that's right. And um, the defense department is still trying to get its hands on the technology, even though it's totes fried. Yeah. Um, oh, and Deep Throat's like talking to Mulder about some bullshit. Who cares? Um, <laughs> We weren't paying attention. <laughs> At this point, we're like, I'm done. Uh, and um, then, as the, yeah, as the Defense Department guy is trying to get some info out of the machine, it slowly turns back on. Lights begin blinking. Brad, are you Brad? Are you Brad? It's me, Little Brad, would your you, best friend. Would you like to play Minesweeper? My password is password. <laughs> Your password is Brad. <laughs> okay, let's read this episode. Oh, man. Um, so I do spookiness. This was not spooky at all. It was not spooky. But I enjoyed it. Like, I rather enjoyed it. I'm going to say, well, spookiness, it was like one out of five. Right? Like, yeah, there was, no, it was... No, not spooky at all. It was not spooky at all. I would go so far as to say it was so not spooky, it was fully spooky. It, <laughs> yeah. Super spoops. Um... Yeah, I was. It's a one out of five on the on the spooky scale. But for me, I almost enjoyed this. I don't know because if it was late at night or we're both really tired. I really enjoyed how like silly this one was. Yeah, it was very silly. And I know it wasn't supposed to be silly, but I guess it was supposed to be more lighthearted. It wasn't as dark. Yeah, definitely. Even though it was a apparently a Halloween episode. <laughs> 
Again, one jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> and some candy. Um, Throwing some trick-or-treaters, for Christ's sake. Yeah, Jesus. Um, I don't know. It just seemed like not to take itself seriously, and, and I kind of like that. Yeah, I, en- I, en- I enjoyed it. I rate on a rage scale, and oh. I... Ten being really, really angry. I have varies. Um, <laughs> and I was at a one or a two. I mean, I just enjoyed it. I wasn't <laughs> mad at anything. Even the things that were like... <sighs> would maybe normally make me angry they were just so funny and dumb that i couldn't really get mad at and them. that's funny because this is one of the episodes where you raged about yeah and i think part of it is just re-watching it and enjoying like the kitschy 90s-ness of it yeah is it me do you enjoy listening it with me watching it with me <laughs> oh maybe that's a small part of it <laughs> Come on, admit it. <laughs> okay. Courtney, you are the light of my life. Say it. Say uh, it. Uh, Courtney, you're the light <laughs> of my life. Yay. <laughs> Brad, why? Brad, why? Okay, uh, so a one or two for you um, yeah. on the rage factor, and spooky factor is one out of five. So if you want to get super high and watch an X-Files episode, oh. I would... I would recommend this one. Absolutely. Yeah, I would yeah. totally recommend this one. If there's no, you don't really need to know anything about the X-Files. You don't really need to follow it, but it's so, like, stupid, it's hilarious. <laughs> okay. Um, I think we've maybe run out of time for our... Oh, shoot. Our little feature section, so we might have to skip straight to predictions. Do you want to just do it real quick? Okay, sure, we'll do it real quick. Okay. Don't call it a comeback. We've been here for years, rocking our peers, putting saucers in fears. Investigation, overpowering. Over the FBI, we're towering. Mama said, beam you up. Um, so basically, what we wanted to talk about the new X-Files series. <coughs> and uh, what we were going to do is just play a quick game. Oh, yeah, we'll play the game. Where we were going to read out um, each of the episode titles, and then in one line, we're just each going to say what we think that episode is about. Yeah. So we were going to talk about... Uh, um, so today is the last day they're um, filming the X-Files, the yeah. X-Files revival in Vancouver. So we wanted to talk about all the, you know, stars. There's a lot of people who are coming up, like Joel McHale and... Um, Camille Nanjiani. And Reese Darby, who's my absolute favorite. Uh, but we we babbled on so long, we can't, we don't have time to talk really, about it. Really shat the bed, you guys. <laughs> so we're just going to play this game. So the game is, um, we're going to go one by one of all the new episode title in the revival, and we're going to have a prediction. Yeah, of what we think each episode is about. Do you want to go back and forth? Yeah, let's go back and forth. Do you oh, want to start? Yeah, you. okay, I'll start. What is uh, revival episode number one title? My Struggle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go time traveling, fighting Nazis. Yeah, I buy it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number two, Allison, is home again. Oh, I think this is where, um, I okay, legit prediction. I think this is where they go back to the FBI building. Um, but also, I think this is where they go back to the home that um, Mulder built for Scully with his bare hands out of Lincoln Logs. <laughs> Uh, and they make passionate love there. No! <laughs> okay, episode three. Um, this is a good one. Mulder and Skelly meet the Wehrmacht. Oh, this is my favorite. I think Reese Darby is going to star, um, and he's going to reprise his werewolf role that he did in uh, We Are in the Shadows or whatever that movie oh, is Oh, We called. Are the Shadows. We Are the Shadows. Uh, and he's going to be a werewolf, and, and but not a swearwolf. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be them, like, relating to each other. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just jamming. Just jamming. <laughs> just jamming. 
Okay, uh, number four is going to be, this is one we haven't talked about, uh, Babylon. Yeah, that's a tough, a toughie, a toughie. I think um, in Babylon, <laughs> they go to a really big garden uh, and they find a magical rose. And um, by the time the last petal drops, <laughs> if Mulder hasn't been married, he'll be a wiener forever. <laughs> Spoiler, he's a wiener forever. <laughs> it's called Beauty and the Ween. <laughs> No, it's called Babylon. <laughs> Close enough. Okay, go, go, go. Never okay, mind. Okay, the next one is episode five. It's called Founder's Mutation. Ew. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Deep Throat is going to appear, and okay. he goes to Mulder, and he uh, reveals that he has a mutation. Okay. He's the founder. Sure, of the FBI. He's the, it's, he is the founder. He is J. Edgar Hoover. Oh my God. <laughs> which is part of the time travel thing. He's the who. <laughs> and, and the who and the goof. <laughs> and he has a weird mutation. Um, he uh, is, he actually has a cat tail. Oh my God. I love it. <laughs> but not where you think it would be. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> this is trick, you guys. <laughs> okay. Last one. This is getting so stupid. <laughs> Last one, rapid fire. Okay, rapid fire. Uh, my, ooh, my struggle, Roman numeral two. Okay, this is a time travel episode where they go to the future and fight Nazis. And how, but that was number one. No, that was the past. <laughs> In number one, they go to the past and fight Nazis. In number six, they go to the future and fight Nazis. It's a real back to the future sitch. Okay, there you have it. There's the hot take, guys. That's what the six episode revival is going to be like. Okay, uh, so we are. I don't know where. What's our time like? Where's our time? Oh, it uh, it doesn't exist uh, because time is a flat circle. Okay, <laughs> thanks. Uh, so we're gonna do uh, predictions soups quick. Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me, Courtney, what's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Real quick prediction for you. Okay. Next episode, season one, episode eight, is called Ice. <laughs> ice, ice, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's the right time period, too, with uh, what's his name? You think it's gonna vanilla be ice? Vanilla Ice? No, no, no. Okay. Stop. Collaborate and listen. listen. <laughs> I'm just gonna sing. That's that's it. That's your whole. And the Ninja, Ninja Turtles come and <laughs> oh, that'd be so cool. Okay, how about like let's do another monster of the week. Okay. Um. Okay. So maybe I'm not gonna say Yeti because we already had a really stupid Bigfoot episode. True. <sighs> what kind of monsters are in ice? Um, the only ones I can think of is <laughs> the movie The Thing. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, let's just do that. You think it's going to be the thing? Well, no, maybe not the thing, no, but, but like... like a send-off of the thing? Yeah, like, they're in an Arctic, like, exploration thing, and then, like, there's a huge fucking, like, parasite that's killing everyone, and there's, like, huskies that are, like, mutated. And, oh, my God. Like, I wish, I hope they're mutated huskies. And spider heads and, like... <laughs> The chest opens and eats the guy. And Good God. We'll just watch The Thing next episode. Yeah, we're just going to fuck ice. We're just going to watch The Thing. Anyway, that's my prediction. It's going to be like a thing-like uh, uh, situation where they're in the Arctic and they're exploring, but there's a weird alien parasite bacteria thing that's changing people. 
I like it. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening, guys. I'm. And, s- uh, I apologize. Don't worry. We'll we'll start off next episode with an apology. Okay. About this one. Um. So if you want to talk to us, come on, talk to us. Uh, our email is doublexfilespodcast at gmail Our Facebook, Twitter, and um, it just, uh, website are double X files, and our Tumblr is fuck yeah double X files at tumblr.com. And please tell us how much you load this episode. Yeah, we want to hear all your thoughts about how awful we were and how disgusting <laughs> Courtney's burps were. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so until next time, the truth is out there. there. I'm sorry I drank so much. Red wine. <laughs>